Are you ready to realize the true potential in your life and help others do the same? Get equipped to create a thriving future with the Secrets of Success podcast. Inspire others to live, lead, and work on purpose. And experience the joy of watching satisfaction and productivity come to life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, each week we like to have guests on that help to encourage you. And today I get to be my own guest. And I just want to do a solo show, a short one, but hopefully something to the point that encourages you, challenges you, and inspires you to go to the next level. You know, uh, while I'm recording this uh, show, the actual Olympics in Korea are going on, so you could be listening to this show two years later regardless. But one of the things that really comes out of the Olympics are several stories and documentaries of athletes who have had significant challenges but brought the character qualities of persistence and resilience to bear. So one of the individuals in question is a Canadian snowboarder who uh, actually had an accident and ran into a tree. It was many hours before uh, rescuers were able to come and get him. And so actually his survival was even in doubt for a lot of the time or while he was on the mountain. And here he is now a year and a bit later competing at the Olympic level in snowboarding. Now, regardless if he gets a medal or not, he has a medal in life for a character quality around resilience and persistence. You know, for all of us in life, we're always going to come up against roadblocks, barriers. You know, we're going through some of those, even at CRG with certain things that are kind of um, taking a lot of energy and focus to be able to overcome. But most things in life require some type of persistence, some type of resilience. And uh, even Angela Duckworth's work said, what's the one characteristic beyond all others that seems to be part of those people who are most successful? And it's this resilience where no matter what, I keep going. And just because the environment, just because somebody, just because the situation said no does not mean you have to accept that. Now, I've cited, and you've probably listened to the podcast in the past, of other successful individuals who have really deployed and demonstrated this persistence. You know, Thomas Edison had over a thousand attempts on creating the light bulb before he discovered uh, the first one that would work. And so not right, not wrong. Now, what if he had quit quit at 100 or 990 or 999? So those, that is an example of no matter what, he was going to figure it out. You know, Abraham Lincoln took 30 years before he became president after several attempts to uh, be elected, and most of them in failure. In fact, it was eight attempts that he uh, worked on before he became president. 
you know, we think about Disney. Many have heard the story there where he actually uh, was told as a young cartoonist that his work wouldn't work and that, you know, nobody's going to want a stupid little mouse. Well, the rest of the story is, is uh, as a story as far as history. The other one is, you know, when he uh, first started, he did go bankrupt. But even in spite of that experience, he didn't quit on his dream. Those of you that are in, familiar with Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders' story is that he was 65 and was on the road for a year before he found anybody that would be interested in his recipe for chicken. So all of us have had situations where we're being or need to be persistent. Let me just go back to the Olympics for a moment. There's another individual in hockey who uh, a year ago was um, had an accident, tripped, and went headfirst into the boards and broke his neck. Now, this could have been a career-ending injury, but what he did is he uh, worked with the medical professionals and went on recovery and is now, of all things, competing in the Olympics with his team. So persistence and resilience are two characteristics that we need if we're going to be successful in life. When I first started this business way back almost 30 years ago at the time of the recording of this podcast, I still remember that first year was lonely. That first year was in some case almost depressing just because the lack of success. And then it wasn't within five years later that I was on the road 300 days a year doing training and speaking and then became the sole source provider for training for Chrysler Canada with my colleague Gordon Cameron for English Canada for many years. And so success went from, you know, nobody talking to me to the fact that I didn't even have a day off, basically in five years traveling 1500 1600 days in that six or seven year period of time and so persistence i could have quit i could have i felt like it in many cases that you know i don't want to do this business i'm tired i'm done but the reality is is that any of us that have achieved something we have come across a roadblock and so our mindset, and my encouragement to you, what is the roadblock today for you? What is, what is the thing in your life where it requires persistence, resilience on your behalf? You know, is it something personal? Have you tried um, a weight loss program 100 times and now you're done with it? Well, why don't you try 101st time? Maybe it's a relationship that really has been struggling. Well, can you put more effort into it and stay the course and be resilient with that? Is it as a business that you want to try? Now, I do want to encourage that if we get into a business, if we get into being persistent on something in our life, then are we actually living on purpose? And of course, my book, The Quest for Purpose, helps outline that for you, where being persistent and resilient in a career or a role that I hate, well, that's a little dysfunctional. So for me, now being 30 years as a professional developer and helping others to live, lead, and work on purpose, is that I was connected to my calling, my assignment, my purpose. 
And so resilience or the energy for resilience really comes out of that clarity, comes out of doing what you enjoy and what you love. Otherwise, that um, ability to stay focused, your ability to be resilient is not going to be there because if I'm not going to, if I'm going to be negative or not like it, then obviously that's not going to happen for you. So on some cases, we need to let go of certain things and not be persistent in something that's dysfunctional. So letting go of a certain track is something um, to think about if it's something that you're not passionate about. Maybe you're going down a roll road, uh, such as a friend of mine who took over his father's car dealership, but he hated every moment of it. And so my conversations with him, I said, you know, why are you doing this as well? This is culturally what we're supposed to do. Uh, this is sort of what I was born in. And really he felt stuck. Now, years later, his dad actually just decided to sell the dealership and not sell it to him. And he was out anyways. So being able to get connected to what's most important to you is critical to this resilience uh, in this tenacity that successful people have or will demonstrate to get where they need to get. You know, all of us in life have certain stories where resilience actually was a life and death matter. When I was 16 years of age, we went on to a local mountain. It was called Hemlock at the time. They just changed the name. Regardless, I was skiing and it was very, very foggy. And as a result of the fog, I lost track in my orientation to the top of the mountain of where I was at. And I actually skied over a cliff. When I fell, I was disoriented and I thought I actually had gone underneath the chair. So after I got myself together, I started actually skiing down the hill, but I was on the wrong side of the mountain skiing away from any period of people, period. So about 15, 20 minutes later, I just stopped and I just listened. Because it was so foggy, there was very little noise. The sky opened up and I looked vertical and I could just see the top, just the edge of the very top chair, and I knew I was on the wrong side of the mountain. Well, uh, here we are, wrong side of the mountain, several hundred meters or yards down the mountain. I could barely see up there. It could have been a kilometer or a mile. I don't remember. But now I had a choice. Here I am on the wrong side of the mountain. It's getting into early afternoon. If any of you have been in four feet of powder, you know how that is. You just sink right up to your chest. You can't move. You can't do anything. So the only way to really make it up the mountain is to make sure your skis are on. Try to get on top of the snow with your skis and traverse up the mountain, which is what I spent the next three and a half hours doing. You know, there was times where I said, am I going to get off? Now, my dad was on the other side of the mountain. I was supposed to go for lessons. I didn't show up. I was supposed to come down and say hello. I didn't show up. So they had the ski patrol looking for me. The mountain was going to close in a few minutes. And usually the mountains close about 3.30, 4 o'clock at that time of the year because the sun goes down so early. 
And I made it back to the car 30 minutes later than I had arranged with my dad. And because we had owned a dairy farm, he had to be back for chores that evening, but he hadn't made it. Now, I, there were so many times in that three hours, I had no food, I had no water. Yes, I could um, put some snow in my mouth for some water. I was absolutely drenched in sweat. Now, I am 16 years of age. I am in excellent shape. It is all I could do to get to the top of the mountain. Now, I could have quit. If I quit, the ski patrol would have no idea that I'm on the wrong side of the mountain. It was so foggy, even then, at that time of the day, as the clouds cleared away, that the likelihood of them finding me that evening before it got dark was low. So it would have been overnight in minus 10 or 20 degree temperatures. I was not prepared for that. And because I was full of sweat, I was wet. And now I'm, if I stopped moving and then I couldn't make it up, then I would probably have hypothermia and then potentially die from that. And so persistence for all of us takes different tracks. There's some of you who are applying to university and you haven't gotten in. You know what? There are some choices for you. If that's your dream for a certain course, there's a university somewhere who will accept you. It's just being persistent in that area. Now, I still remember not only getting into this business of being a speaker and being a trainer, and now after doing 3,000 presentations and traveling all around the world and now being the core master trainer for CRG's assessments, and I love doing it, is I remember the first few presentations that I did as a professional speaker where I actually got paid. And quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, it was terrible. In fact, there's one situation where it was downright embarrassing. And one of the reasons that I kept going, I knew I was supposed to do it because there was lots of situations where I had been successful, but I was just learning the craft. I was maturing. I was learning about my voice uh, at that time when I first started. What I was trying to do is pretend to be somebody else. So my encouragement for everybody listening here is that if you're going to be persistent and resilient, you also need to be authentic. You need to be authentic to yourself. You need to be truthful to yourself that are you really doing what you're called to do? Are you really uh, getting involved with those things that you enjoy doing? Are you in a team that you enjoy being with? All these items contribute to your success. And today's show is really about being resilient, being persistent, and never giving up. Now, so all of us that and all my speaker friends and professional development friends, they will have a story for you about where they thought about quitting, where they thought about giving up. And if you have a dream, if you are clear about who you are, what you want to do, then my encouragement today is that you go for it, that you be persistent, that you do whatever it takes to get you there. Now, if you need to lean on somebody, if you need to get a mentor, if you need to accelerate it by developing certain skills, so now presenting 3,000 times 
I'm a much better presenter now than I was 30 years ago. Hello. That is just developing my craft. And if you are a brand new realtor and you haven't sold anything, guess what? Then you are going to have some bumps along the way compared to somebody who's been in it for 30 years and sold several thousand or several hundred properties. Or maybe you are starting your own small business. So what are the things that you need to go through to be successful? So my encouragement today is that, you know, life is worth the journey when you know your direction, when you're clear about that direction, and then you will apply this resilience. You know, it goes back again to the research from Angela Duckworth is that resilience, tenacity, persistence, whatever synonym you want to use is the core reason that most people are being successful in life. It is the number one reason that individuals are being successful. So today's show is shorter. It's to the point. I just, so where in your life right now do and can you bring resilience and persistence? Where in your life can you bring in fine-tuned clarity? Where in your life can you remove certain things, say no to certain things, so that you can be resilient, so that you can have the energy. Now, here's the other side, is resilience and persistence does require energy. Energy requires you to eat right, to sleep right, to not worry, to not get worked up to all these items. So you have to take care of yourself. And so persistence isn't going to happen if you are, are slaying up late, eating uh, poorly, not eating healthily. We'll have different shows on that is that you need to kind of manage that energy as well because there's an old saying, is fatigue makes cowards of us all. So take care of that energy level, link that to your persistence and resilience, be clear and get going on it. Now, here's the other one. The best way for us to do it ourselves is to also give it away and support somebody else. Who around you can you encourage today? Who around you can you help with them going forward? Who around you can you inspire to say that the journey is worth it, that they are on the right track, that they can be successful? It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe it's a friend in their marriage or relationship. Maybe it's your child in their math class. Maybe it's a business who has just started and they've had some bumps along the way. Maybe it's somebody else who started a new profession and nobody wants to hire them and they're looking for a job. It doesn't matter what it is. Who is it that you can encourage, including and especially yourself? Now, as we mentioned at the end of each show, we just thank you for being a Secrets of Success podcast subscriber or listener. And if you like our shows, then could you just share? Could you pass it on? Could you let others know about it? And if you want to learn more about our resources, such as the book, The Quest for Purpose, where we cover some of these items I've talked about in the show today, about clarity and knowing that you know that you know, then uh, go to our site, crgleader.com or thequestforpurpose.ca. Get the book. Ask us about our different assessments so that you can bring your best. I thank you for listening today. I'm your host. Dr. Ken Keyes. 
Thanks for exploring the secrets of success with us. If you want to keep the momentum going, log on to crgleader.com. Scroll to the bottom and sign up for our inspirational emails. You can also take your success to the next level by following us on Facebook and Twitter and connecting with Ken on LinkedIn. We hope you have a great week and look forward to you joining us next time for the Secrets of Success podcast with Dr. Ken Keyes.